Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Wakey Wakey Megs and Bakey. As always, I am your host, Megs, and how was your guys' week? I hope you guys had a really good week and that you had a good weekend, all of that. I had a pretty awesome weekend. I went and had Reiki done and some reflexology, which was my first time trying that, and uh, it was awesome. I loved it. Uh, I always like getting Reiki done and, you know, having my chakras balanced, all that stuff. Even though I am certified as a Reiki 1 practitioner now, I still enjoy getting Reiki done by somebody else because it's just so, um, it's just so relaxing and it just feels like a nice reset. And also I am still practicing for my own business. So I just want to make sure that I get Reiki done by really good people that have um, a lot of experience with it and kind of learn from them as well as, you know, relax. It was just kind of a nice little way to hit the reset button. You know, I didn't feel like I had anything too out of balance, but I still just like that extra little boost that I get, and it it really helps me to feel um, zen and all of that. I've noticed after I have a Reiki appointment that I'm just really calm and at ease with just about everything. Uh, Things that would usually any other day set me off, whether it's, you know, making me mad or making me feel impatient, that kind of thing. I've noticed that I kind of just don't have any emotional response to it at all. I'm just super zen and chill and yeah, I'm just like, it's all good. It's cool. I'm good. So yeah, something I highly recommend. If you don't know what Reiki is, um, you're missing out for one. (laughs) But for two, what Reiki is, is basically to sum it up, a Japanese energy healing technique that reduces stress and anxiety. Basically, you have to have it done to truly know what it's all about. But the best way that I can describe it is the Reiki practitioner uses very gentle hand movements and placements um, on your body, which is basically just to kind of help guide the flow of healthy energy throughout your body and promote healing. Some of you may already be familiar with this. Some of you may not be. For those of you that aren't, um, we all have seven major energy points in our bodies. These are also referred to as chakras. And each one of these chakras, it basically ties in with a different part of your body and different functions in your body. So it's important to make sure that these chakras are all aligned and that there's no blockages because once you experience these blockages, that's when you also start to experience different pain in the body, different um, malfunctions of the body, emotional stress, you name it. It all boils down to one of your chakras, no matter what it is that you have. So if you don't know about it, and you're curious, we can definitely talk about that more in a future episode. But in the meantime, feel free to shoot me an email asking me questions or hit me up on my social media platforms. For those of you that don't know my email, it is wakeymixpodcast at gmail.com. But today, that is not what I want to talk about. Today, I actually want to address one of the questions that I asked on my social media accounts, which was... Has there ever been a time that somebody said or did something really kind that it was just 
basically exactly what you needed at that very point in time. So I've wanted to do this episode topic for a while, but what really prompted me to do it now, I want to give you a little bit of backstory on. So anybody that is listening right now that has ever quit smoking knows that you gain a little bit of weight. Maybe you were one of the lucky ones and you didn't gain any weight. Well, I was not one of the lucky ones. And I quit, it was almost four years ago now, but I still have not been able to lose all the weight. Now, granted, I have not tried very hard. I will admit that. I've let myself get really, you know, comfortable with my husband. My husband is very supportive of me. And, um, you know, he tells me all the time how beautiful he thinks I am and how he likes me with some meat on my bones, all that stuff. But that doesn't change the fact that I don't feel good in my own skin. It just kind of makes me not feel as motivated to work out knowing that my husband is fine with me the way that I am, if that makes any sense. It's kind of hard to explain. I mean, I don't want my husband to be like, hey, you fat cow, like get out of my house or anything like that. But at the same time, you know, um, his words of encouragement just make me not really feel so bad, I guess. But, you know, at the same time, I have my days where I go to put on a certain pair of jeans or a certain top, or maybe I'm taking a picture and I see my double chin, or somebody else takes a picture of me and it's a really, really terrible angle. And it's in those moments that I don't feel so great. I'm like, wow, I really did let myself go. I really did pack on the LBs a little bit, you know? Um, maybe I should take control and do something about this, but then you get discouraged because you're like, well, I'm so far gone, you know, all the things. Like, I don't want to get into a big old sob story, but long story short, you just simply have your days where you don't feel on your A game appearance wise. And it just, it's just how it is. Any female out there probably knows what that's all about because females have it pretty rough when it comes to that. So the thing is, my husband and I went to a wedding for his best friend. Um, They've been best friends since they were little kids. And by the way, a side note, that was probably the most fun I've ever had at a wedding. I love weddings, but this one was hands down the best one I've ever been to. It was so much fun and so many good people there. But You know, I did my best to look as good as I felt like I could that weekend. And I did feel feel good. I was feeling myself that weekend, you know. Well, we go to the wedding and I meet a lot of people that I've never met before. And all awesome people that I'll probably keep in touch with because we just had so much in common and we were vibing and everything. But there was this one lady in particular at the reception that was so sweet she told me that I was one of the most beautiful women that she had ever seen in her life. And then she proceeded to tell me that it's not very often that she actually sees somebody so beautiful that it gives her goosebumps, but that I gave her goosebumps because I was so beautiful. I was just like, uh, how many of those drinks have you had, (laughs) ma'am? No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that, but it did make me feel really, really good. And I mean, she kind of went on and on and on about it, like harped on it for a while. And I just was like, wow, you're going to make me cry. Like I really, really needed that. You know, we're all so tough on ourselves, all of us, men included. 
I know I said women have it worse, and they do when it comes to a lot of stuff, but men also, you know, they've got a lot they got to live up to as well. So, I mean, we all beat ourselves up really hard, and we got to stop doing that because really the only people that care are ourselves. And what I mean by that is that we're all our own worst critics. So, I mean, we just got to stop telling ourselves negative things because when if we were to actually look at ourselves from the perspective of somebody else, I think we would be pleasantly surprised to see that we're not viewed the same way by other people as we view ourselves. And what that wonderful woman taught me that day was that sometimes we're seen in a more flattering light by other people than the way that we see ourselves. And it just kind of made me realize, you know, I am too hard on myself. And the lady told me too, she said, you should stop being so hard on yourself. You're beautiful and you shouldn't ever want to change and, you know, all this stuff. Of course, for me, my wanting to lose weight is more about my health than it is about my appearance. The appearance is just kind of a bonus aspect of it, but really it's my health. I'm, you know, I'm in my 30s now and, you know, I can't really be messing around with this shit. (laughs) You know, at some point I'm gonna have to be real with myself and get my shit together. But it was just really nice to know that there are people in my corner and that there are people that see past my perceived flaws that I think I have and see me for a beautiful, radiant person. Even the most beautiful woman that she's ever seen. Well, one of the most beautiful women that she's ever seen. Um, That was pretty freaking cool. I've, you know, I've heard that a few different times in my life um, from different people But it just goes to show you that everybody's idea of beautiful is different. And so whoever you are, you're beautiful just the way that you are. And there is somebody in the world that thinks you are the most beautiful person in the whole wide world. If you're a guy, there is somebody out there that thinks you are the most handsome brick shithouse there ever was in the world. So don't beat yourself up. That was what I took away from that. And so... Yeah, it was just what I needed when I didn't realize I needed it. And it just kind of confirmed with me, like whenever I see somebody that I think is beautiful, I need to make it more of a point to let them know because I know how much of a positive effect that had on me just doing that one little kind gesture, which was just telling somebody, you know, that they were beautiful. I mean, that is probably going to stick with me the rest of my life. I'll probably always remember that that moment when that person said that to me. So something to keep in mind, next time you have the urge to tell somebody that they're beautiful, tell them. Don't get scared. Just tell them. Now, before I get into the responses, I just kind of want to preface a few things really fast. So if you cannot personally think of a time that somebody has done something kind for you, dig a little deeper. I'm not talking about these grand gestures that are saving a baby from a fire status, not to make things dark or anything, but it doesn't have to be a gesture that huge. It could be something as small as you are stuck in the Walmart parking lot trying to get back out onto the main drag and somebody stopped to allow you to get into the lane 
Or maybe you're like me and you always misjudge the amount of items you're going to purchase at a store and before you know it, you've got this little basket that is literally about to rip your arm out of its socket, just plump full of all these different items at Target and the person in front of you in line lets you go ahead of them. That's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about and if you can't think of anything like that, well, I'm sorry to say It is not that you live in a cruel world and that people aren't kind to you. It's that you're not actually acknowledging that people are doing these things. Because I can guarantee you that there has been at least one instance in your life, whether on a grander scale or a smaller scale, where somebody has shown some kind of kindness to you. And it is very much impossible that you have never seen any kind of kindness at all whatsoever unless you literally have never left your house in your life and your family is terrible. That would be the only way that you have never experienced even just one little glimpse of kindness that you can recall. So all I'm going to say is dig a little bit deeper. And like I said, it doesn't have to be some grand gesture, even just the small things. But I tell you right now, If you start to give more notice and more energy appreciating the smaller gestures that people do give you in your day-to-day life, you're going to end up manifesting a lot more instances just like that, which we will dive a little deeper into in part two. But for right now, let's get to your responses. All right, so the first response that I am going to read is actually one of my dear friends, Shanti. And she posted this on Facebook, um, having no knowledge of me gathering all this information for this episode. So it just so happened to work out perfectly. I asked her if it was okay for me to share her story on the podcast. And she so kindly gave me her permission. So here we go. First off, I just want to let you guys know she had knee surgeries. So when she mentions her knee, that's why. I love this time of year. I was kind of down because my knee is hurting pretty bad today and I'm behind on where I'm supposed to be on physical therapy. I can thank my doctor's office for that. So I decided I was going to go to Starbucks after I did some Christmas shopping. I went through the drive-thru and had a decent size order. I go up to pay and the cashier says the person in front of me paid for my order and wished me a very Merry Christmas. That made my day. Of course, I paid for the person behind me and I actually do this all of the time throughout the year, but I am so happy to see the people remember this in this time of year to give. I still have hope for humanity. Thank you, Shanti, for letting us share that on the podcast. That is exactly what I'm talking about when I say it doesn't have to be some huge grand gesture, but just that small little gesture was, you know, it made a huge difference for you and for the people behind you, I'm sure, too. It's just little things like that that really remind people that life is good and people are good and, you know, there's kindness out there and to keep your faith It's highly possible that that person behind you in line was also having a bad day that you just made better by paying that forward. So good for you. And that's awesome. And I love to hear it. So our next story was a TikTok response from the username Mrs. Fabled. And it says, my neighbor kids went and picked wildflowers and gave them to my husband to give to me. So random and so impactful. I cried. 
Thank you for sharing that with us. It's so funny because kids, it's like they don't really have to be told how to be nice. It's just in their nature. But yet when they do something nice for us, it still means way more than when it's an adult. And I think it's because kids haven't learned how to be deceitful or how to um, butter people up. Well, eh, maybe a little bit of buttering up if they want something. But for the most part, when they do something kind, it is truly coming from just a place of love in their heart and nothing else. It's completely what you see is what you get. And so it is heartwarming when kids do things like this for us. And I love that those kids did that for you. And you'll always remember that. I love it. Uh, Miss Fabled did also share some other things with us, but that is for our part two where we talk about how to give it back. Let's go ahead and shift our focus to another TikTok response that I got from the username Broccoli Jim. So Jim's initial response was, unfortunately, that happened so seldom for me that I honestly can't recall it happening. I do try to be kind to others, though, whenever I feel I can. Well, to that I responded, think on it for a bit. I bet at least one situation will come up. And I called it. He said, Last year, when I was financially destitute and unable to work for health reasons, a friend of mine showed up at my door with a $100 gift card for groceries. I cried and hugged him. I was so overwhelmed with depression at the time that I had forgotten about it. So this is what I'm talking about. If you really stop and think about something, there will be something that comes up. Jim, you have a really, really good example of a time that somebody did something really kind for you when it was really needed. And I'm really happy that somebody was there for you at a time like that when you obviously really needed it. So thank you for sharing that with us, Jim. All right, so my next response is from TikTok user RubyFlores3322. And it says, I was having a panic attack and it sucked. So my boyfriend just grabbed me and hugged me and he started to rub my back. And that made me feel so safe. And he grabbed me closer to him. And that was so genuine. And I loved it. So this is a good example of not all gestures have to be grand gestures. It's just showing your support and just being kind in a time where you obviously can tell somebody needs it that can make all the difference. Thank you everybody for supporting this podcast and for participating in some of my questions. It means the world to me. If you want to continue to pay it forward and show me a little kindness in the form of ratings on Apple Podcast, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. You know, I would really appreciate that. It would really be impactful for me. (laughs) But all joking aside, thank you guys so much for everything. And I really hope that you tune in for part two, where we talk more about how you can be kinder to others and some of the things that you can do to make an impactful difference. Really creative ways, I might add. So until next week, you can email me at wakeymixpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me what you want to hear on future episodes. Tell me your stories. I'm here for it and I want to hear all about it. Please make sure that if you're enjoying this podcast that you spread the word. You guys and your word of mouth are helping me grow my community and I cannot tell you how grateful I am for that. You guys are awesome and I appreciate you. Until next week, Megan is signing off.